Welcome to another episode of Breakaway from the Rat Race. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Edna Keep. Uh, Edna's journey started as a single mom at age 16 and living in subsidized housing. And now she's a multimillionaire uh, using real estate. Uh, she's a coach, an inspiration to others. And her major operations are long-term buy and hold rentals, apartment buildings. And uh, really her claim to fame is a $75 million real estate portfolio that she built with other people's money. So you don't necessarily need to have $75 million to build that portfolio. Uh, she's a big proponent of education and inspiration. And Edna offers live training with her free real estate coaching Fridays. And she also has a Mindset Monday live events. Both of them are on Facebook. And I put these links, obviously, in the show notes. Edna, welcome. Thank you so much, Eric. My pleasure to be here. So tell us about your amazing journey, single mom at age 16, living in subsidized housing. Your daughter was also in subsidized daycare and all of that. Yeah. And, you know, how did you go from there? What are some, some of the, obviously some of the challenges, but the turning point, the turning decisions that make made it happen for you? Well, you know, I always like to start as being that single mom because, you know, my my a lot of my family thought that I, my choices were going to be really limited going forward, having a single mom at age 16, right? Like no university, crappy job, blah, blah, blah. But, you yeah. know, I, I got a, ended up getting a pretty good job at a clinic that had weekends off and uh, and they loved me there. I was a hard worker, um, but, you know, got bored very quickly and um uh, and, and I remember at one point in my life, I had like a $2,000 credit card debt. I like to buy stuff and I like to buy clothes and go out and stuff like that. And, and, and I remember my family saying, Edna, you have to learn to live within your means. Like, you know, you know, you, how are you ever going to pay that off? I was making like $1,200 a month, right? And I went, ah, ah, if I have to learn to live within my means, if I have to learn something, I want to learn how to be rich. I don't want to learn how to live within my means. Like, oh, that just felt like a waste of time to me. So um, I started studying uh, how to be rich. And, and I had yeah. a lot of people tell me, get your head out of the sand. Like, who are you? You're a single mom, C student. Like, what are your chances you ever get? Which we don't even know anybody that's rich. I said, I have a cousin that's rich. I don't really know what he does. I think he's, he's in finance of some sort. So in the, in the long run, I ended up becoming a financial advisor. Oh, and, really? <laughs> uh, yeah. And my, my first, uh, I worked at a part-time while I was doing my office administration job so that, because I, I couldn't afford to give up one. I always had to be doing something on the side, a side hustle yeah. in order to keep moving up because um, I always had to stay working because I had a kid to support. Right. And yep. um, so I, I took different classes and, and, and anyway, I worked part-time as a financial advisor while I was still at my admin job. And then I, after a few years, I decided, okay, I'm going to go hundred percent into commission sales, which was mm -hmm. did as a financial advisor. Right. And um, oh, I had a lot of people tell me as crazy, you know, Edna, you built yourself up to this really good job that pays you like 43,000 a year. Your bosses love you. They let you work four days a week. Like, oh, how could you possibly want more than that? You know, like it was like, okay, but you know what I do? And I'm gonna, and I read in a magazine that this lady who was a financial advisor, it was in a Chatelaine magazine, earned $300,000 in a year. And I thought, 
I would like to earn a hundred thousand dollars in a year. And <laughs> uh, you know, that was a big stretch 43 to hundred. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, my first year full-time as a financial advisor made 67,000. My second year I made 187,000 and it, wow. I, I never dropped back down again. Like it was like, I really felt like I had just accomplished something major because, you know, you're going from somebody who had made $1,200 a month to somebody who was making, you know, 187,000 a year. I don't even know what that was a month because we didn't really calculate it that way. That was a big deal. And, mm -hmm. uh, but then, you know what, I got bored with that. And uh, we started looking at real estate, not, not because I wanted to give up my, my financial advisory career. I actually liked it, but uh, just as a supplement, we thought we'd yeah. supplement our income with real estate. But you know, Eric, once I understood real estate, because you know, you know, when you're a financial advisor, people think you understand everything finance. Yes, you don't. Right, yeah, no. I had the blinders on. I was taught by people who, um, who taught us about mutual funds. That was it. Exactly. Exactly. That was all I sold. And and when I understood real estate, I couldn't sell mutual funds anymore. I sold my practice two years in. Two years in from the from when we first took our first course and bought our first couple properties, we had 50 doors paying us $5,000 a month in cash flow. And I knew that I had something. I got had people, you know, we we're trying to set up a real estate fund and I just couldn't keep my licensing and, and keep doing that kind of stuff. So yeah. I had to, so I sold my practice and, and never looked back again. And mm -hmm. uh, again, I, I love what I do. And now I love sharing that with different people. Um, and helping them create financial freedom. You know, when you talked about earlier how you're, you know, build cash flowing, um, break away from the rat race. It made yeah. me think right away of uh, Robert Kiyosaki's game of cash yeah, flow. Cash flow. Yeah, yeah. Because I tell people, you know what, we hit that when when we we uh, were making really good money. Uh, but our goal when we started was if we could make five thousand a month. That would just set things up for us because we didn't um, plan on giving it up. And we thought that would just be a good supplement because, of course, we yeah. don't have any retirement plans. It's whatever. Yeah, we exactly. and, yeah. and, our, and I was seeing my mutual fund investments go all over the map, but that was still all I knew. So that's where all my money was. Yeah. Um, but, you know, playing that game, that board game, Cashflow 101, and you're going around that board and you're in the rat race mm. and you're buying doodads and you're getting a house maybe getting a hundred dollars a month cash flow and you know getting an audit and having a baby and it's like all these things and it's like you just you can mm -hmm. see where people get stuck right yeah um, but when you hit those few big ones and you're able to flip that board over and after your day-to-day -day expenses are paid and you're able to flip that board over and then suddenly you're presented with deals that pay you 5,000 a month and 10,000 a month. And then it's like, wow, I had no idea about that yeah, side exactly, of the board yeah. before. But once mm -hmm. you see that side of the board, you're probably just like me, Eric. We want to share that with everybody, right? We yeah. want to teach them what that feels like to be on the other side of the board. Yeah. And uh, that's what gets me really excited about mm -hmm. real estate. Yeah, I mean, you hit on a, a lot of very good points. And I, I, I kind of, the interesting thing is that people don't like to start small. So when you're playing the cash flow game, I think, yeah, you kind of like small and so oh, you buy a property and you make $200 a month or something like that. And people, they don't, they're not interested in, in making $200 a month, even though it's passive income, but it's just like, 
Yeah, but there's benefit, there's tax benefits. There's uh, you know there's all kinds of other advantages, and it's passive. You just keep adding to it, and eventually you're going to get there. People don't they want to have the the one shot deal. I do all of that, put all of that, but then they won't do it either because that's too risky. So you decide you want to put little bets in there and put little steps towards in the right goal towards the right goal, or you want to do a big bet uh, at the end. You know, I'd rather do small bets uh, over my lifetime, over 10 years and stuff like that, and build my passive income portfolio that way. Uh, you know, if you have a lot of money and stuff like that, or if you want to invest with other people on a, on a bigger platform on an apartment building and stuff like that, then, you know, that, that works as well. Or as you have accumulated enough single family rentals or something like that, then convert that into an apartment building or something well, like you that. Know, Eric, that. That's kind of what happened to us. We, we were, I was sitting in a realtor's <laughs> office yeah. and I remember telling him, Rob, I want to buy 20 houses this year. And by this time, I think we had five or six. I can't remember how many. Mm -hmm. um, actually, no, we, we were at 20, 26 doors by then in partnerships with others. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember saying, saying him saying to me, well, Edna, why don't you just buy an apartment building? And I said, well, I can't buy an apartment building. I don't have enough houses. Like we all have that connotation. That, and I think that comes from the Monopoly game, right? You have to buy so many houses <laughs> or hotels or yeah. whatever it is. And, and that was my response to him. I don't own enough houses. And he goes, well, how many houses do you think you need to own? And I go, well, I don't know, but I don't think I'm ready. And he goes, yeah, I think you are. So I said, well, tell me more. So before I left his office that day, I had made an offer on a 24 unit building. And yeah, that yeah. Was what took us from 26 doors to 50 doors and the 5,000 a month in cash flow. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I try to help people like when they're, when they're looking at building, you know, lots of people think they have to start with the single family homes. I've taken young people, like I had a couple local um, young guys, they were like 19 and 20, I think when they started with me, their parents paid for their education because they didn't want to go to university. They were already doing sales work. They didn't want to go to university. And so they put them in my course. Within two years, they had 72 doors making $8,000 mm -hmm. a month in cash flow. And um, they loved it. They were mm -hmm. so excited and thrilled. And now they've gone on since and doing all kinds of things. But that was two people when they phoned to put the utilities in their name, the, the power and, and energy companies couldn't wrap their head around it. They go, well, like you bought one unit in that apartment building? No, we bought the whole apartment building. How did like you guys don't even have, they didn't even own their own houses they still lived at home with their parents like how do you do that well there's ways to do it but lots of people don't know just like when i bought my first apartment building i really didn't think i could but we did well when i started my first apartment building i bought when i was 18 years old so that was that was an eight unit in uh what you're from canada trois rivières i don't know if you uh, know yes, where that I is do, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. so that was my first apartment building so no money down i had the the seller fine seller financing for the, yeah. the for the 20 percent. i had the first lien position from a credit union no banks wanted to lend me any money uh <laughs> but um yeah, so that's that's where I started. I wouldn't have been able to because I didn't have any income. I was a student at university. I wouldn't have been able to get a residential uh, property at that point. So that was that was the only a commercial. Then it's asset base. It, they look at the asset and stuff like that. And it does it does work. Uh, you know, to to go if you if you have the guts to go into the uh, the multifamily first and stuff like that. 
I mean, yeah, you can definitely do that. You know, I don't think anybody has the guts. We didn't have yeah. the guts to do it, at least by ourselves. But mm -hmm. we had, with the proper guidance, we got it done. Like I, I said, yeah. well, how am I going to do that? And the realtor said to me, and you know, he owned apartment buildings. So he was, he was somebody who could help us. He said, I'll help you. Yeah. I'll help you. Yeah. And, you know, he even helped us condo convert that building. We ended up selling it, just what was going on in our market. Yeah. At the time. We wish we would have kept it. But he taught us everything along the way. And, uh, and, and not many realtors can or will do that either. Yeah. Um, he he was uh, he actually ended up dating my assistant. That's how bad it was. I said to her, "I need a realtor who owns real estate. Go find me one." So she found them, and then they ended up dating. So you know, we had kind of had a little bit different relationship <laughs> than usual. But um, but a realtor that already owns apartment buildings is yeah. so key in helping you. But even then, lots of times they 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 just need to make a sale. They don't want to teach you. Most of them don't have time to teach you. Mm -hmm. So you need to be around like minded people and get somebody who can hold your hand through the whole process yeah, exactly um, and i had a i had a mentor at the time it was actually uh it, he was a teacher at the community college a cjep as we call in quebec a community college uh, teacher yeah. and not making that much money he had like a 36 unit apartment building that he he basically developed from uh, from this from scratch and he agreed to mentor me and that's you know, without him, I wouldn't have been able to do that because my realtor, my realtor kept trying to convince me that what I wanted didn't exist until I found it. And then he said, oh, okay. <laughs> but you know, it took a while. With our very first realtor, we, we mm -hmm. started using a realtor to find rental properties who sold us their own personal home. Yeah, you can't do that either. No, 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 they it's completely it. different. They don't understand, yeah. yeah. Yeah, same thing here. Like for our the real the realtors and the people that uh, that we deal with, uh, we invest out of state, so we rely heavily on a real estate investor or uh, uh, that's on the ground there that understand and knows how to work with investors. Mm -hmm. And you know, ninety nine percent of realtors they don't know they don't understand exactly uh, right. how the real estate investment game plays. They just salespeople for for homes for people. Yeah. You know, so they just. Uh, that's too bad because I think it'd be much better for much more lucrative for them if they knew how to uh, how to deal with investors and how to identify opportunities. Like I said, with with being a financial advisor, I was trained on that one part. That's what happens yeah. with realtors. They're trained yeah. on all the ins and outs of buying a house and lots of times first time home buyers, sometimes second time home buyers. That's their target market. It's a whole different ballgame when they're dealing with rental real estate. Most of them aren't taught that. And when you're talking to them, they'll say, well, you can't do that. I'm doing it all the time. You can't yeah. do that because you don't know how to do yeah. that. But I know how to do that, you know. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. People, uh, sometimes they rely a lot on their financial advisor or financial planner. And they don't realize that unless the, the, the financial advisor or financial planner, unless you're paying that person to help you, to advise you, they're not working for you. They're a salesperson for somebody else. They're selling you a product. And they've been trained on the product that the company sells. Sometimes it's mutual funds. Sometimes it's some kind of like a money manager or something yeah. like that. But it's they want they are not able to to tell you the whole breadth of investment vehicle that you um, that you can do and well, whether that makes sense or not. Don't know That's themselves. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You know, I started learning about uh, real estate investments 
through some clients that came in and want to take their money out of mutual funds to buy real estate. And I'm going, really, why do you want to do that? Yeah. And something yeah. that just like a, a lower asset class, I just didn't even understand how it worked, you know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, and the, um, the other thing too that I, that I like also, we talk about the cash flow games and the other thing too that I like about the cash flow game that it really shows is that personal financial statement that you do. Basically you have your income and expenses and where your income is coming from. Um, what is the percentage of income that's coming from passive income versus active income? Yeah. And then once you get to the point where you are financially free, where your passive income pays for your expenses, then you get into an, a different ballgame. You have other uh, opportunities that really are not available. They're diff it's hard to access those, those opportunities yeah. if you don't have the time and the resources to do that because you have a full-time job. Or even if your mind isn't open to it, right? Yeah, that's if right. Mind, yeah. If you're still in the rat race, you don't even know what's on the other side of the board. Yeah, like you exactly. might watch people from afar and get a general idea, but you don't know. It's like yeah, you have yeah. no idea. Like when I first started deciding that I wanted to learn how to be wealthy, I didn't know. I didn't have a clue. I just thought I'm just going to start taking steps in that in that uh, way in that direction and see what comes up. And you know, yeah. That's kind of so what I'm is so? Let's talk about that because uh, did, did you read a book? Did you pick up a book or something like that? Or you really you talk to some friends that. Um, they were wealthy or they had more money or they had a, they were doing things that you wanted to do or achieve and then you say well I'm just going to ask them <clears throat> well like I said some of my clients were coming in and they were telling okay. me why they liked real estate and yeah. uh, one of them was telling me about a an evening course you could take getting introduced to like the Robert Kiyosaki group okay yeah. and I went, so we went <clears throat> that's when I went to an evening and then we signed up for a three-day weekend course okay okay, okay. and um and those the same clients said yeah you know they'll try to sign you up for a course and you know be careful because they're going to upgrade you and you're going to have to spend money and and, yeah. and all this kind of stuff and you know at the course we we listened watched for it and and you know they had us increase our credit card limits so that uh, yeah well for for in reality i realize it's cuz you you want to do that before you ever give up your your uh, day job right yeah. um, but at the time they told us they're going to get you to do that so they can buy, you can buy their course and all this kind of stuff but anyway at the end we felt no pressure whatsoever they but they offered us like what do you want what do you think you want to do and uh -huh. we've been sitting in a class where this one couple had been repeatedly talking about this other couple that had taken all the courses two years prior and they own like 20 yeah. houses and so when they came to us they said well what do you want to do and we said well we think we'd like to have 50 doors and uh and they said and do you think you'd need help doing that and, oh yeah because we don't know where to start and, and um so they told us the price which was twenty seven thousand us which was kind of scary at the time and um i remember them letting my husband and i go into another room to talk and and i said to my husband well let's think of it this way who do we want to be like the client of mine who told us about it would didn't take any courses never went anywhere or the client who we're hearing about all weekend who took these same courses two years ago and owns 20 doors. Who do you want to be like? 
and we both decided we wanted to be like these ones. So yeah. we signed up and, and never looked back, you know? Nice, nice, nice. So that was the Rich Dad, Poor Dad program that you went yeah. to? Okay, and, okay. And we were inducted into the Hall of Fame, Tigrant Learning Hall of Fame, it's called, for 18 months later for our 50 doors and all the all the wow. different ways that we'd made money because we we followed a lot of their creative financing ideas yeah. and stuff like that and did lease options and fix and flips and like we did everything too because we didn't know where we wanted to focus yeah. um but at the end of that time frame and when we bought that 24 unit at once that's when we knew we wanted to focus on nice so the, the starting point with Rajat Pordat, is it to go for rentals first or you can you can start having a starting point like flip fix and flip or wholesaling? Or... Well, yeah, they had so many opportunities. They And we, we end up buying five classes because you could pick. Um, yeah. We picked uh, land development because my husband thought he wanted to do that. We picked long term <laughs> buy and hold. It wasn't called that, yeah. um, but that was the strategy. There was wholesaling. Uh, lease options and um, creative finance. Okay. So my favorite class out of all of them was a creative finance because that's where they would talk yeah. about using other people's money. And yeah, as yeah. a financial advisor, I could see the value in offering a real estate investment. Yeah. And um, we never did take the land development course because we got too wrapped up in the other <laughs> four. But but a year later, like we'd used all of them and done all the and and that's when we really want decided we wanted to stick with the multifamily and the long term buy and hold. And and we've yeah. done bur strategies on on the long term buy and holds, but it's yeah. all ultimately so we hold it ourselves. We haven't yeah. sold. I like the I like the creative finance. I think this is very very important. Even if you have money, and you know, there's a good uh, somebody actually an investor had a saying. He said it doesn't matter how much money you have, you're always short a couple of millions. Yeah, and, exactly. uh, this is so true. You never have enough money <laughs> because as you're growing, I say, oh, okay, well, I have these other opportunities. So this this should always be you're always you're always looking for money. It doesn't matter. I said, oh, you want? To, can I invest with you? Yes, yeah. Even Donald Trump was looking for money, Eric. He, he always, yeah. Investor capital, yeah. 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 So, so this is all. This is a skills that you know that's that's very important. Uh, and how to raise money, how to bring them in, and make sure that it's a good deal for them, good deal for you, and it's a win-win for for everything. So, yeah, yeah definitely a good. Uh, then after that, finding the opportunities. Once you you know, then that you can connect connect the two after that. But I think that's a, that's a very critical uh, critical skill for sure. Yeah. Another thing that I you mentioned or very early on too is kind of like uh, oh you have to live within your means and I think this is very important because uh, in my book stop trading your time for money I talk about that I talk about the mindset and the limiting belief and the herd mentality and this is exactly like this is fits right into the kind of you know, saying that people keep or mantras that people keep repeating. So oh, I have to live yeah. within my means. Yeah. It's the no, you have to change your means so to live the way you want. Yeah. And that's what you need to figure out is like, okay, well, how do I improve my situation so that I can live better, that I can live the life that I want to live? Well, and a lot of people think they have to do everything by themselves. But, you know, I really teach a lot, of, too, about the law of attraction and understanding universal laws. Because, you know, like, like gravity, you drop your pen, it goes down. It doesn't go flying to the left or to the right or up. It, it 
goes down. The law of attraction will give you whatever you focus on. People say, oh, God's going to look after me. The universe can look yeah, after yeah. me. No, <laughs> no, that ain't going to happen, buddy. You have to look after yourself. Exactly. Yeah. The world is designed so our connection with the universe is what gets us what we want. And it starts with allowing us ourselves to have a desire and a want. And yeah. whatever we desire, and we all desire different things, thank God, um, if we focus on that, we're going to get it. But if they're all over the map, like I, I've had people join my program and, and then, you know, they start to work and it's not easy. Like there's work involved. And yeah. so then someone teaches them, they think, oh, somebody else's course is going to be easier or faster or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Course, and course and course and course and course. And then they come back and they realize, well, I should have stuck with multifamily in the first place. I probably would be rich by now. Yeah, five years later, you probably would be rich by now. But you kept thinking something was going to be easier. None of them are easy, Eric, right? Every strategy you choose, there's work involved. There's a learning curve involved. And and just pick, pick the one, focus on it, learn it, do really good at it. Then if you want to add, you know, other ones, go ahead and do that. But there's so many people I see out there, they want to learn and learn and learn and learn. And I tell people, my students, especially, you can learn and study till the cows come home, but it's not till you actually do a live deal. You're really going to know that you know what you know. And and that's where things really start to go for you. And like you mentioned earlier, and it starts with what we say when we talk to ourselves. If you're the person Mm -hmm. saying, I can't, I can't, I can't. Guess what? You can't. Yeah. You can't. No, yeah. you can't. Oh, you're right. If you say that 150 times a day, you absolutely can't. Yeah. I'm an I can person, like a yeah. C student who was used to live on minimum wage and subsidized housing, become a multimillionaire real estate investor. That's mm-hmm. an I can attitude, not an I can't. And I see that holding so many people back. But yeah. With the right training and and it, and it's strategy training to a certain extent, but also mindset training, you can overcome all those limiting yeah, beliefs absolutely. that can you back over the years. Absolutely, and yeah. I think often like a mentor can help you oh, help yes. you do that and help you achieve that because yeah. to kind of guide you through through that and say no, this is a, this is okay. You're on the right track. Just keep at it. Some yeah. people need more encouragement than other if uh, at the beginning. So. Yeah. So that yeah, mentor your, would be your good. Your coach can see your coach and your mentor can see the future you. You can only yeah. see the present you a lot of yeah, times. You know, exactly. But you've been exactly. there, done that in a lot of cases, and and yeah. so they see. Yeah, there's that struggle. I know what you're going through. You're learning. You're understanding. Getting to learn on the strategy. Getting to learn the steps. But once you know that. That's yep. when you get out of that rat race, right? So it doesn't yep. have to go to be, go to university for four, eight years <laughs> to be an engineer. That's not easy. You pick no. your easy, right? You pick your yeah. easy, you pick your hard. They're all yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think, it, and it comes down to taking action. I mean, yeah, you can go and study this program. It's like, oh, you know, this, I want this, I want that. There's a better return doing this. Or this one, I don't have to put as much money. But yeah, but you don't have to put more. You have to put more effort or something like that. Or you have to have special skills in order to do this or blah, blah, blah. There's all kinds, there's always something. And that that's why... I think it's important for these things to be aligned so that if you pick a strategy, that means you have to have the right, the right skills and stuff like that. Some of these, they take a long term to learn uh, and then to kind of like ramp up. Some of them, you need a lot of time to, uh, to invest in getting that strategy started. 
Sometimes you need a lot of money, uh, you know, so it's, it all depends. But I think it's very important that you look at the resources that you have and pick the strategy that you want to implement and then make sure that all these things are aligned with your goal. If your goal is to achieve uh, financial freedom, passive income, then, you know, that all of that needs to be aligned. Otherwise, it's not it's not going to work out. That's exactly right. That's why I always say it. I got to start start with mindset too, because I yeah. think 90, 95% of a person's success is their mindset. Mm-hmm. And then like you do need a strategy, but not 150 strategies. You need a strategy, right. a business, yeah. uh, something that's going to get you out of that rat race. But it all starts with your mindset. And I think getting around the like-minded people really makes a difference too. Like I when so, I yeah. started hanging around with like-minded people who had bought 20 houses in the last two years, it changed my mind to what was possible. You know, before yeah. that, I really didn't even know what was possible, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the, um, yeah, and then sometimes you just like, uh, like, for example, uh, you know, you have some investors, they, they kind of help you see other opportunities as well. So recently, we actually, someone that was investing with us, and they said, then he, he said, Okay, I want to have my money back and all of that. And so, okay, yeah, so, so what are you going to do with that money? And it's so like, well, I'm going to invest in my, my company. And so what company is that? It's a trucking company trucking company and say okay well you know do you need more money to <laughs> you need some investors in that to uh, to get you started so, well yeah i'd love to do that and um, so we started talking about that so we started uh, a trucking company and uh like in the beginning of june a few few weeks ago we okay. already have like we already have like five trucks and then uh, we're hiring drivers like crazy and uh, we already have customers but the the, the point here is that yeah, you learn, you learn from other people. And then sometimes these people, they, they're going to bring you to uh, some opportunities uh, that you didn't see in the first place and surrounding yourself with people that, that have the same mentality that are go getters that are taking action. And that, uh, you know, so that that really helps you grow as an as an investor, as an entrepreneur, as a, and as a person. Yeah. So I think that's yeah, very important. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. The biggest shortcuts I've ever been able to take my life is uh, working with a coach. I, I got my first coach when I was still a financial advisor. And yeah. I ended up, how I ended up doing that is I was sitting in a room, we'd just been bought out by a larger company. And uh, the coach on the on the stage said, how many of you guys in the crowd have a coach? And I kind of looked around and you know what? All these million dollar producers were the ones with their hand up. I, went, oh, yeah. I hired a coach immediately and I've not <laughs> been without one since and I my first coach was in 1999 makes all the difference in the world too because they also can see possibilities that at the beginning you can't even see you can't even see Mm-hmm. They help you get out of the rat race a lot sooner. Yeah, yeah. well, exactly, right? I mean, it's uh, it, it helps you kind of like avoid some of the pitfalls that uh, you know would take you a, a little bit of time to, uh, or set you back, or would take you a little bit of time to get out of. Yeah. Definitely, and yeah. uh, also helps you to stay focused because I see also a lot of investors that are kind of like switching strategies and switching market or whatever and too mm-hmm. quickly. And so once you find a strategy that works and stuff like that, just keep tweaking make it better improve it repeat, yeah exactly i mean you're lucky you found you found something that works like you know just keep at it and then mm-hmm. tweak it yeah. so um you talked a little bit about the laws of attraction and all of that but you also have something that's called a five-step investor attraction system do you want to tell us a little bit more about that 
Sure. So um, I've set up a system and, and basically what it was, this is what helped us build our portfolio. Because, uh, you know, I used to go back to the conventions that Robert Kiyosaki's groups put on and I'd run into people who were stuck at four doors and they would look at me and say, how did you get 50 doors in 18 months? Like, And so I would ask them a few questions. And what I kept finding out is people would get stuck at four doors because they decided to save a couple hundred bucks and do their own property management and mm-hmm. another couple hundred bucks by doing their repairs and maintenance. And they couldn't even expand because all their time and energy was focused on those four doors. So I think the biggest thing that happened for us is we we couldn't even do that at the beginning because we were both uh, had really yeah. good income jobs and we weren't going to give that up to go property manage and, and repairs and maintenance. So we hired people like that right from the start. So it's getting a system in place where you can do that and rinse and repeat it again. And yeah. I always say, you know what, again, it starts with mindset. You need to have a mindset shift because it's different from being an employee. The yeah. employee mindset you go look after all your tenants and toilets and da da da. And guess what? You're stuck. You got. You're no better off than if you'd have just kept your damn job and you're less busy. <laughs> but if you get the mindset shift and 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 ours was to get into multifamily, it's requirement of the lender that you have property managers in place uh, and you could do your own repairs and maintenance if you were so inclined. But you know that's also right into the numbers. And that's all looked after. And, and then you still have your cash flow. So the mindset shift starts. Go big. Think bigger. Start thinking. Yeah, bigger. yeah. That's the that's first right. thing. Um, uh, well, the mindset shift, shift is the first thing. Yeah. You think it's possible. Go bigger is the second one. Like, you don't have to start with a single family home. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I teach. Everybody's a little bit different. I take people straight into multifamily. Their first purchase might be a 12 unit or an 18 unit. Um, mm-hmm. That That's another thing that's really made a difference. So in case, instead of getting 100 and 100 and 100, it might be, you know, 2000 and 2000 and 2000. And yeah. you know what? The work, once you understand the process, is no mm-hmm. harder to buy an apartment building than is by house. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you might have to raise investor capital. Um, but again, a learned skill. People, uh, people used to look at me, well, you're a financial advisor. Of course, you know how to raise money. But I learned how to be a financial advisor. Yeah. I wasn't born one, um, yeah. you know, definitely. So I learned all those skills as I went on. And that's something that I'm able to partake into my students is help them to learn the strategies you need to learn to be a successful financial advisor. Mm-hmm. So the third one is using other people's money. If you yeah. really want to scale your business, you can't do it on your own. Like, look at the Donald Trumps. Lots of people invest with him. That's what keeps taking them higher and higher. But the yeah. mindset shift again around that is you're not just doing this for yourself. The more people you can help become wealthy in real estate, the more you're going to get wealthy in real exactly. estate. Exactly. I love yeah. that. So use other people's money and it's not, oh, me i need your money it's hey i got the gold over here you want to invest with me and this is why you got the gold so that i really work a lot on people's confidence and their 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 understanding and that they have the gold because that's a big thing Um, yeah because your your need for 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 investment and for investors is somebody else's opportunity somebody else is looking for hey i want to have something completely passive i want to do a joint ventures i want to do uh, you know, even like for a long-term investment. So for yeah. them, it's, a, it's an opportunity. So And, and I tell my students, I don't want you ever saying, 
I'm looking for investors or I'm looking for money. It's I've got an opportunity that you better be looking at. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a different, those are different mindset, just different yep. ways to say stuff. And then of course, finding and analyzing the right deals. Mm-hmm. Um, you're familiar with Toronto uh, being, being from yep. Montreal or, or uh, Quebec. That market is just like going crazy. And I get people yep. that would love to buy there. Well, you can't buy there because nothing cash flows. Yep. Uh, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, I could buy a, a condo, a million dollar condo that uh, you get $2,000 a month rent for in Toronto, or I can buy three apartment building doors in Memphis, Tennessee, yeah. that would give you 2000 a month and you're paying, you know, 80 grand. Like, yeah. does it even make Absolutely. Any sense? And, and, and that's the part people need to understand finding and analyzing the right deal is a big part of it too. Um, mm-hmm. And, and we, we tell, uh, you know, our, our, some of our Canadians, you know, I, I can buy apartment building unit in Memphis, Tennessee, cheaper than you can buy a friggin' parking spot in Toronto, you know, <laughs> or LA, yeah. the same thing, yeah. you know, that's, right. so that's kind of funny. So that's, a, that's a, another really mm-hmm. big part of it. And then like we talked before, get a mentor, you got to learn how to buy knowledge and, and shortcut that learning. Like people go to university for four years and come out and earn 60,000 a year. Yeah. I've been able to take students who take my 12 week program and are making 5,000 a month in cash flow at the end of the first year. And, mm-hmm. and within two years routinely, you know, yeah. sometimes people take a little longer to get started, but one, two buildings can give you that 5,000 a month in cash flow. And, um, and people will work and go to school for four years to be able to earn 60,000 a year. And uh, those are, again, mindset shifts that people have to take, which is why I keep referring back to the mindset shift and stopping that I can't limiting belief stuff because what's a belief? A belief is just a thought we keep on thinking. How do you change a belief? Changing what you think about. And if if you wanna choose to think I can't, I can't, I can't, no help for you. You can't. Yeah, but if yeah. you want to think, I can, I can. How can I? I can. How can I? I can. The resources will come to make it happen. Yeah. Exactly. That sounds very good. So, Edna, uh, just before we wrap up, anything else you want to add? Uh, any kind of uh, plug you want to do? I know you have your your course. You have your uh, your ninety day course, ninety day to five k course um so do you want to tell us a little bit more about that i'll tell you a little bit about that so i have a course it's a 12-week course and and it's called 90 days to 5k and the premise there is that in 90 days you'll understand the strategy that it's going to take for you to make five thousand a month in cash flow not at one time but five thousand a month and um it the strategy itself probably take you about 12 weeks to learn but then there's you know you got to make an offer you got to you know get it accepted you got to you know do all the all the work that you learned in the in the course cuz that's just the learning part um we have a group of like-minded people we have a mastermind that runs so we're always around like-minded people and there's nobody in there that says i can't cuz if they do they get told be quiet you can't talk anymore <laughs> I only want to hear what you can. And if you're in an I can't mood, you book a one-on-one call with me and I'll get you out of that real fast. Um, <laughs> and the one-on-one coaching happens when you're yeah. working on a live deal. You know, you're working on a live deal or come up, 
crossed a roadblock that you can't get over, then we might be talking back and forth four to five times a week. Because my goal is to get somebody a cash flowing building within a year working for me. Uh, sometimes people are doing it in six months, uh, but between six and 18 is is happen, happening re, re, uh, like very often. So yeah. uh, that, nice. that's my uh, goal in life. I love sharing the value of real estate. I love uh, other people getting to know what you can do in real estate, the wealth you can build. And I honestly be, believe it is the fastest way to become a millionaire out there. Yeah. And probably the the ease, I would say the easiest doesn't mean it doesn't take effort and stuff like that. But this is something that you can steadily invest. And it's, it's going to be solid. If you want to, uh, you know, continue to accumulate a, a, a portfolio of real estate, I think it's, it's a very secure way and steady way of, uh, of getting reaching mm -hmm. wealth and passive income. So definitely. Yeah. One of my students bought um, 32 doors in his first year working with me. Cash flow was at 8,500 a month, but two of his buildings when they were appraised were each appraised at 200,000 more than he paid for it. So oh, yeah. 400,000 increase in net worth and 8,000 or so a month in cash flow like that's yeah. huge yeah, in yeah, a yeah. year in a yeah. year yeah and especially now real estate is going nuts yeah so and now well thank you thank you very much thank you for your time I, I love your energy and your dedication and thank you for teaching people how to achieve financial freedom um, so where can they uh, can they reach you if uh, people want to get a hold of you this is my website kind of behind my head. Ednakeep.com. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's my website. And from there, uh, I have a free masterclass that I offer people, would I, which I can give you for my show notes. Uh, uh -huh. And uh, that's like a kind of like a 45 minute training for people that are saying, well, geez, I wonder if this would be for me. And I yeah. can put my story in there. And then from there, if it interests them, I tell them book a strategy call with uh, myself or one of my team members. And let's see if it would be a fit for you. Sounds good. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for your time. And uh, yeah, so if you want to get a hold of uh, Edna, get a mentor, a coach, and some uh, training, we'll put the free training uh, in the link to uh, in the show notes. Thank you very much. Perfect. Thanks so much for having me, Eric. Thank you for listening to Break Away from the Rat Race with your host, Eric Martel. If you want to share your story and experience with our listeners, please message us on Facebook at Break Away from the Rat Race. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast on iTunes.